1: The following very, very special program is brought to you in lively black and white on NBC.
2: Oh, shoot. With us training in Ellie, you Uh-oh. know, an extra payroll head there. We don't have money to be in color today. I apologize, everyone.
0: Oh, man. It's my fault.
2: It's your fault, Ellie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Blame Ellie. <laughs> you
2: yeah. yeah.
0: got a whole yeah. week
1: to do that. Don't start now.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Because uh, Holly is uh, going away to what, uh, basic training or something next week. What are you doing? Are you joining the military, or something, Holly, next week? So yep. she won't be here.
3: No, nope. staring off uh, into the void. That's right.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Ellie's going to be uh, filling in next week, and uh, well, this is kind of like a gauntlet. Well, maybe she'll be filling in because it. If she doesn't do well today, then she just has to leave. But um, we'll see, right, Ellie? So far,
1: so good. You so like far, to think that, so but you're stuck with me. You have I you know. have very few options. Oh yeah,
2: we know <laughs> yeah, that, right, Lexi? Um, <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Ellie, you're not going out of the ouch. out of the park. <laughs> I can tell that original drinking bird that I had on standby to go away. Just to rest right. the rest of buttons.
2: <laughs> uh huh. Holly, yeah. release the bird. Uh-huh. Yeah, just like Alexis's brother. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to hour two of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, the date today is Thursday, April twentieth, twenty twenty three. Our names are Jason and Alexis and Holly, and you just heard me talk about Ellie. She's right there, training in. She is a Holly gave her her special green, new but eager to please name tag. Ellie, how are you liking that name tag?
1: I'm, I'm, you know, as it says, overly <laughs> eager to please.
2: <laughs> That's what the damn McDonald's... Uh, you friend, told me that, and I'm still yes. traumatized
1: on behalf of every poor soul who had to yeah. wear that stupid name tag.
2: <laughs> my friend Heather Foldenauer, I'll never forget it. She started at McDonald's in good old Michigan City, Indiana, and she was mortified, even in the 90s, uh, when we weren't so damn sensitive. She was mortified by that name tag. It would have your name, you know, with a with a labeler, you know, that's you know, with oh, yeah. the label Reusable. Heather Yeah. Um and then in the top of it it would be green and it would say new but eager to please. Ugh. Ugh. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wonder if that's still
2: anyway, around. I doubt it. You.
1: <laughs> no, that seems like it would have gotten phased out very quickly when Facebook started happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Let me set the table here for the second hour of our broadcast. Uh, We're going to talk a little Mandalorian. Um, Oh, my
0: gosh. Were you losing your mind? uh, uh, uh,
2: uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, A tear popped out.
2: Yeah. Something else popped out of my hand for um, uh, man babies, but we'll get to that, too. Um, Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Then we'll play a little game. Uh, Holly has more sober uh, 420 thoughts coming up. Um, And more. Uh, yeah, we have a game. Okay, I already said that. But first, I was reading this in the Washington Post, and I just thought this is hysterical. Uh, the government wants to crack down on resort fees. Have you guys heard heard about this? There's uh, no. Yeah, when you when you sign up for a hotel, whether you do it through like Expedia or their own their own app you know, like Bonvoy for Marriott or whatever, they always trick you. And this is what this is what the government's trying to get rid of, and I'm 100% for this. When you go to these apps, and it's like, Holly goes on, she wants to go to the Hojo in Reno. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? She's yeah. like, well, I want to book the Howard Johnsons, and Holly, she wants the damn suite. She's, she's living it up with a jacuzzi pool in a room and everything.
3: Vibrating bed.
2: Vibrating bed, <laughs> mirrors on the seat. Right, Holly? The whole Reno experience. Totally. And she looks at the, the Hojo app, and in it, and it, and big, bold numbers, it says $99. Ooh. So Holly clicks on it. She's like, that's a great deal. And then when you get to the final page, it's actually like $250 because these SOBs don't tell you right off the bat about the resort fees, and you're thinking, mm. well, yeah, and well, other fees too. But they really get you with these stupid, in quotes, these resort fees that can cover whatever the, what they, they want to charge you. So, and I love this. It's actually something the government's doing that we can all agree on. They should just come right out and tell you and not be sneaky about these fees. Tell me right on that first page what the hell am I going to charge? What, what are you charging me, you morons? Um, yeah. So the Post has put together a list of the craziest, the weirdest resort fees. Because like I said, there's no regulation on these. The resort fee, can, they can slap $30 per night, and it can cover whatever the resort wants to use it for. So let me read you some of these.
0: Oh, no. Okay.
2: The first one is actually a hotel that I've stayed at on my honeymoon. And this, I, I'm going to start with the best. You're never going to believe this. The Andaz in Maui. Maui, it's a Walea, in Wailea. It's a beautiful resort. It's around $1,200 a night. Now, when we went there, it was like not that expensive at all. Anyway, it's a $50-plus daily resort fee. Think about that. Daily. 50 extra dollars, which covers, you know, regular amenities like Wi-Fi. You know, we're okay Mm, with that. Calls and gym, whatever. Washing the towels. Are you ready for this? Mm. In the list of offerings is coconut husking.
0: Wow. Even if you're not partaking in the coconut consumption?
2: Even if you're not partaking in the, the husking of the coconut.
0: Wow. Okay. The
2: removing I mean, of the hard outer just, layer of the coconut to get the meat and liquid inside. And
0: that's part of your resort fee.
2: That is part of your resort fee. They should
0: yeah. just have miscellaneous and then we don't need to know the details. Just like uh, what's in the sausage, you know?
2: It's like, mm. Mr. Biden, tear down these resort fees, please. Right.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Wow. All right. So that's you included. Ready? I do partake in the coconut.
2: Okay, but I can husk yeah. my own damn coconut. That's what Colin's for.
1: Yeah,
0: you're um, on vacation. You're going to husk yeah. your own coconut? Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> 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 you are not doing that. I <laughs> said so Colin was going to husk the coconut. Co- Colin's, Colin's not doing that either.
2: <laughs> no. uh, the Viceroy, that's not okay. a cigarette. Uh-huh. It's not, that's B. Arthur's favorite cigarette. But uh, the Viceroy in D.C. has a $26 a night resort it's, oh, I'm sorry. They call it something even more insidious mandatory guest amenities fee. Okay. They're not even trying to hide it. They're like, Biatch, you're paying for this. So covered by that fee, a mandatory white noise machine, whether you want it or not. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and here's the last one. That's this, crazy. This might actually be my favorite. Are You ready for this? Yeah. Uh, one Hotels. It's a it's a Poo brand. The number one, just one Hotels chain. Touts its commitment to sustainability. Mm-hmm. You know how they do that? It's Brooklyn Bridge and Central Park locations in New York.
0: Okay.
2: Where that fee runs anywhere, the daily resort fee runs anywhere from forty to forty five. Promises, and I quote filtered water in all sinks and taps. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the point of this whole article is (laughs) this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. It's New York.
0: I hope it's it's, filtered.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Thank you. That should just be a
0: given though. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Right. And just be
3: transparent about your prices. It's fine. If it costs more, let me, the consumer, decide whether or not I want to make that purchase.
2: Mr. Biden, tear down these resort fees. Mm. Yeah, you can read it in the Washington Post. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's over. The finale has happened. Oh. This is the way. The season finale of The Mandalorian. Okay, this is huge. If you are a new client of Skinner Rejuvenation Clinic, if you've never been there, but you want maybe a little Botox, uh, you want some injectables before a big family event, a big reunion, this is the time. Because if you mention me and you're a new client and you need to call this month, so you need to book that appointment now, you're gonna get $100 off a service of 250 or more. That savings is huge if you're doing a little bit of Botox. So if you're getting some pictures taken, you're gonna see that family member soon that always judges you, this is the time to get into Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Call Skin Rejuvenation Clinic right now. Mention me. The first thing you're going to get is a free consultation to tell you exactly what you should do. And next, you're going to get that $100 off a new service of 250 or more. Do not wait because appointments are booking up fast. Skin Rejuvenation Clinic, call today. Time for holidays.
3: Sober, Sober. for 20 thoughts.
2: Christopher Lloyd
3: was in The Mandalorian. Area. And Christopher, Christopher Lloyd was a, man was a man in a Delorean. DeLorean. Think, about Think about it. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yes. The, some four twenty thoughts for you from our from Holly. Think about that a minute, Lex. Think about that. That is the way. One of
0: my favorite things right there. What? Mandalorian and Back to the Future. (laughs) I was going to say Pondalorians.
2: Well, that too. Speaking Speaking of Mandalorians, Alexis, this is the way.
0: Oh, yes, it is. I will follow you.
2: (laughs) Welcome back, Jason, Alexis, in the morning. Um,. We might get a little spoiler re really here, mm-hmm. so uh, advanced apologies, but we're here to talk about the season three finale of oh The Mandalorian. Gosh. What did
0: you think, Jace?
2: You want me to start, my love? Yeah. Uh, I I loved it. Here's why. I'm not just going to make it generic like that. Here's why I loved it. It, and, and we said this last week when I was complaining about the consistently bitter band of man babies. Uh, Star Wars, there's a, a, a section of Star Wars fans that just love to complain. Just no matter what. Uh, here's what I think they're missing. is and, and Holly was talking about this as well, adding to the conversation about this. Star Wars is fun. I think we have forgotten. I, I really do mean this. I think that we have forgotten
1: mm-hmm.
2: that this is supposed to be fun. Yes. This isn't Shakespeare. This isn't supposed to be necessarily deep uh, at, at, at every turn. This is supposed to be boom 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 and and muppets and little creatures and and puns and corny jokes. And adventures and Lizzo and space battles. You know what I mean? Yes, there are some g- great. Uh, there's a the basis of it is some great theology and and mythic uh, quest. And George Lucas based it on a wonderful uh, uh, literature of the past and 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 themes. Yes, but,
3: Joseph Campbell's The Hero's thank Journey. You.
2: Yes, but at its core. Two things. It's it's really meant for kids. Lucas has said that from the beginning. And it's just meant to be fun. And here's why I like the season finale of The Mandalorian. This was fun. This was Star Wars. Uh, there were so many tips of the hat to, to George and to uh, to the way Star Wars is edited. Um, there's sequences with a, a good old-fashioned droid saving the day like R2-D2 did in uh, New Hope. Which I loved. There were tips of the hat to how it's edited. And what I mean by that. um, You go to a space battle. And then you go back to a great epic lightsaber battle. And then you cut back to the space battle. And then you cut back uh, to. There was that in this episode. There were battles. There were space battles. There were TIE fighters flying. There was a a sort of a lightsaber fight. And there were great moments with a little puppet. Find it on uappodcast.com. I was completely satisfied with the season finale of The Mandalorian. Alexis, talked to me,
0: Jason. Well, you know that I think this is the best season of The Mandalorian, yeah, of all three. Now, of course, we need them to build, but it was fun. There was conflict, there was great fighting scenes. I love learning about the Mandalorian lore. Bo Catan is one of my absolute favorite characters, uniting her people. I lost my mind because Grogu, small and mighty, a tear. I was like tearing up because there's just some really heart-rending moments. It's just pretty, pretty beautiful. But also, you have to get bigger than just the story of Mando and Grogu. And that's exactly what the season did. It's bigger. More worlds are colliding. There are so many great ways and plots that they can go into the next season. They've set themselves up for success. It's not just a small story anymore. And that's where I can't understand why people are saying it's it's lost its way. It hasn't lost its way.
2: That is the reason, though, Lux. I don't mean to interrupt you. But I was reading a lot of reviews yesterday from like these yeah. Poo critics from Mashable and and Vox. Th- what you just said is what they don't like about this season. They don't like that it expanded uh, from just a small Western with a, with a cowboy and his little buddy uh, doing little adventures that it, it has stepped into the larger Star Wars universe. They don't like Can that. They liked so? it the way it was.
0: That they would be celebrating that. Like, what else can we, you know, I mean, I guess there's little little stories here and there, and, and there's that big overarching theme of enemies wanting his blood, right? So they're still working that out to, well, because, you know, he's very powerful, that little Grogu. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Um, um, that cute that's, aggression uh, was like Lex. out of control. you guys. I was losing my mind. Uh, there was one Lex, point.
2: Get it right. It's Den Grogu. Uh, oh, Den Grogu. Uh, well, I didn't want to
0: give that. But yes. <laughs> oh, I did. Who, yeah. Who okay, cares? you're yeah. right. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's he's found home, oh. and there's just such a great journey for for the little guy, and then the the people and you know community. There's there's really great themes, and it's fun at the same time. So. I don't know. I don't know why people are uh, whining about this, but let's just embrace it. Enjoy the ride. Come on. Here's,
2: here's what also baffles me. And Holly, in our remaining minutes, I would like to get your your take because you, you could word this better than, than, than I could. Um, what I also think is happening, there's also a ribbon of the fandom, and I, I roll my eyes at this. They are reading, this is where I think the internet is ruining, is kind of souring being a fan sometimes, because what is happening is some of these fans, and I put that in quotes, they're reading all of these internet theories of what they think, what they think is going to happen on these finales. And then when these ridiculous theories that are never confirmed doesn't happen, it sours them on what actually happened. You know what I mean by that?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and
2: sure. it's, it's like you're ruining it for yourself. You're 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 hyping yourself up for things that are not confirmed. You're reading all of these. Oh, uh, this spy has told me that Darth Vader is going to come back, and he, then he doesn't, and then you're you're disappointed. You're disappointed for something that was never going to happen in the first place. Instead of just letting the show roll over you, you're setting yourself up for disappointment before the credits even start. And I think that is what not everyone, and I'm not talking about legitimate criticism. I'm not quite with Alexis. I I, I think there were moments where this season was a little uneven. I'm not talking about legitimate criticism of of a piece of pop culture. I'm talking about negativity before the credits even roll or before the entire story has uh, has unfurled in front of us. Holly, what do you think about that?
3: Yeah, well, I suppose that's a manifestation of toxic fandom. It then becomes something larger than just Star Wars. And these conversations, you know, they can spoil the art to a certain degree. Instead of just letting it unfold in front of you, the stakes then become who has the right opinion or who has an opinion Mm. that matches what you thought was going to happen and so that's just, that is internet culture. That is, that is a larger conversation about what yeah. is happening on the World Wide Web. Well, it's almost become about character ownership, because
1: these fan bases feel like they have more of an ownership over these characters than any new writer or director who's brought on to a project, who oh. by all rights should have control over their project. Yeah,
3: you have that parasocial relationship. Yeah. Then, Drop the mic on that uh,
1: one, uh, Ellie. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. You're, you're beholden to people who think they you you owe them something. You
0: don't. And Lex. Yeah.
2: I, yep. I'm with you, Lex. <sighs> Grogu kicking Ersk. Uh, oh my I gosh. was. Oh God. Were you not? I thought of you. Actually, oh my I gosh. said, Oh God, Alexis is having a heart attack right now in Shoreview. I don't,
0: think, I don't know if it was the music <laughs> or what, but something happens that I just. You, just it's emotional. I You've been you. on this yeah. j- journey with them, and then, oh. Uh-oh. And also
2: Uh-oh. not every ending. I people were complaining about the ending, and I don't want to give that away. Mm-hmm. But it was just a really soft kind of not soft, but it was just um almost like a nice, it was a hap not I don't even know what I want to say. It wasn't a whiz, bang, beep beep boom. It wasn't a big ending.
0: Well, a lot it of was, the season, a lot of the episode was that though. Yeah.
2: And and people were complaining about that, to which I say, guys. You can't, you don't want. You can't, you're not gonna get it. And you're not every finale is going to be like that. Don't you want a little variety? Any show. Yeah. You know and I also don't like the doom and gloom of just because somebody doesn't this is the, the um the not the negativity, but the um just because a show you 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 think has a bad season. Then you render it over. Oh, Star Wars is over. The Mandalorian is over because it had a couple bad episodes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, every no. show has bad episodes. This show here, our show, oh. we, we have thirteen years we're of like bad 50, episodes. 50. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we're still here, and we're still. You know what I mean by that? Guys? <laughs> hey, it's just throw. I don't like that. Uh-huh. I don't like that rendering judge. Uh, Every show, every piece of art isn't perfect every day. I don't don't read that.
0: Well, mm -hmm. and that judgment is a business in and unto itself. Thank you. Right, because imagine their YouTube video. Hey, everybody, I watched the finale of Mandalorian Season 3 and I loved it.
1: The end. Yeah, you're (laughs) right. Like
0: and subscribe. (laughs) Right, exactly. They have to have something to say. So that's like one of the most lady
1: titles on YouTube. Everything wrong with this movie, everything wrong with the Mandalorian episode eight. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. true. Yep. And it gets
2: clicks mm-hmm. and it's, and we got to go. We're so late, but this was just such a good pop culture conversation. And I got to tell you, it's not everyone. And I want to be clear. I'm not going to label every uh, YouTube star Wars critic with this label, but I do. I'm, I, I really do believe this. Colin and I talked about this. A lot of, not a lot of them. Let me be really fair. There is a chunk of them. All of their complaining, shockingly, is all about women. And I think there is a uh, lot. I think there is a lot oh of no. sexism in some of these because it's odd to me that all the projects they don't like somehow has a, a hmm. strong female component to it. I don't think that's a coincidence. I do not think that is a coincidence. Are they, they don't like Kat- Bo Katan. Yes, they don't like Bo they don't like uh, the villain in Obi One. They don't like Kathy Kennedy. They don't like Ray. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What 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 what's in common with all of the things I just listed? There's a woman involved. I, there's a woman in a, a predominant, woman. a strong woman in a predominant a uh, picture. I, 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 that can't be a coincidence. Unsubscribe. Can, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I do. Thumbs down. Me. Anyway. Okay, let's take a break.
0: Effortless bathroom remodeling from start to stunning. Yep, Rebath. They are your one-stop shop to get a beautiful custom bathroom. They have a free design service. You can sign up at rebath.com. A designer will come to your home, look at your space, and design a a beautiful new bathroom for you. Now, of course, they can do a complete regut like we needed a few years ago. Or if you just need, like, a tub to shower conversion, they can generally get that done in a day. Um, Or... uh, some accessibility features as well. They also have their own exclusive brand called Durabath. That's what we went with in our bathroom and absolutely love it. The new paint color just brings out the little sparkle flex on the countertop and ooh, it's very nice. So you can also, if you want to see my bathroom, I've got some stuff on my social media, but also you can see a replica at their showroom in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. The team can get the job done in five days or less. Less time, less stress. Rebath.com.
2: Is there going to be a Walking Dead reunion? And what stars, huge stars, turn down Ocean's Eleven? We're going to have that for you coming up in the next segment. But right now, we ran a little late on that last one, so let's get right to it. Let's Grogu play deserved it. We des- Yeah, Grogu deserved it. Uh, it's time to play five seconds showdown. Very well,
3: well, well. You have five seconds, seconds, seconds.
2: Initiating five seconds.
0: This is Jason's new game, Five-Second showdown. Five That's not enough time. You got five
2: seconds. Uh, five seconds showdown. Please play at home, and uh, you'll have fun. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, this is grim, but sure. Let's start with oh, this. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay, Alexis. Yeah. Name three things that can cause death.
0: Oh, a vehicle, other person, um, a plane, an asteroid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Walking. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, wow.
2: Okay, oh, wow, this is grim, too. Have fun with this one, Holly. Here we go. <laughs> hey, Holly, name three dictators.
3: Um, Kim Jong-un, uh, Vladimir Putin, and Fidel Castro.
2: There we go. All right. Hell of a trifecta Holly there. knows
3: her Ooh, dictators. <laughs> yeah.
2: Forgot be Arthur up in there. But oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. Ellie, you're going to play two now. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, this is great. Ellie, you ready?
1: Is it positive? No. Yeah, it is.
2: <laughs> Ellie, name three activities that can make you sweat.
1: Um, walking up the stairs, thinking too hard, walking outside. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> yes.
1: Thinking Literally anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sitting in this booth right I'm now. get yeah. sweaty.
2: Okay, Lex, I'm ready. All right,
0: Jason, here yes, we go. Ma'am. Name three songs from Queen. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, we uh. Oh my God, I'm completely blanking. Best friend. Yeah, I got one. Oh my God, that was a complete brain fart.
0: It is hard. Bohemian
2: Rhapsody. Uh-huh. Best friend. Oh God.
3: Another
0: one. Little bites a dust
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Dust. Somebody you know loves.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: Uh, girls. Uh, b- a rock, a bottom girls. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: Did you say oh, bottom God. girls? <laughs>
2: no, uh, yeah, sorry. I'm so embarrassed, uh, but that happens, right? Bottom girls. Fabia. Yeah. Okay.
0: No, it happens, though. That's we're put on the spot. That's here. why
2: this game's fun. Okay, yes. one more round. Here we go. Lexi, you okay. ready? Yes. Name three lakes.
0: Uh, Huron, Ontario, Michigan.
2: Okay, I love that. <laughs> You're, um, I'm just sticking of named. all the lakes, Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with the big lakes? Or the, the, yeah, the Great Lakes.
2: Yeah, okay. Because I think good. of no, the I'm... homes
0: as the acronym, right?
2: Yeah. Okay, Holly, you ready? Yeah. Holly Roberts. Mm-hmm. Name three things that you can do when there is no electricity.
3: You can stare into the corner. Um, you can uh, uh, dance around <laughs> your living room naked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's two, but we'll start with <laughs> No one can
0: see. Dance and naked or two.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Dance and be naked. Oh, Oh, sure. Thank you,
0: Alexis. Alexis.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Ellie, you ready?
0: (laughs) No, let's do it.
2: Okay. Ellie, name three round objects
1: a uh, uh, ball, a uh, boob, and billies. I don't... I, I kept thinking of bees. <laughs> Did
2: you say billies? I said billies. billies. I'm sure uh, there's some t- round t- billies. Yeah. There's some round billies. I had yeah. yeah. a know that was round. Yeah, I named billies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All oh. right, geez, here we go. Let's round yeah. this baby out. Name Bang. three types of cake. Oh, a sponge, vanilla, chocolate...
2: Red velvet, coconut. Keep going. All right, come on, Gump. Yeah, what Tying else we got? Up, <laughs> up upside down. Yeah. Sprinkles.
1: Teramisu. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Teramisu. There we go. Uh, when we come back, what big stars turned down Ocean's Eleven? And will there be a Walking Dead reunion?
3: And now a really ridiculous and most likely offensive moment from Pat Robertson.
0: Most gays, if they're having a wedding, don't want pizzas; they
2: want cake.
3: This has been a really ridiculous and offensive moment from Pat Robertson.
2: Uh, Pat, how the hell do you know that we wanted a wedding? <laughs> Just FYI, <laughs> we want cake and pizza, by the way. Welcome yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on my Talk Everything Entertainment, everything Mariah Carey. And her fragrant moment. I need a moment. I need a fragrant moment. That's right. Oh, I just need a fragrant moment. Leave me sure alone. Does. Need, a, need a fragrant moment. Anyway.
0: Uh, is some- it gin related? <laughs> Do you want that wearable gin, No. No, 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 no. That's available. 80 bucks. No.
2: no. Listen to our one of the show for that. <laughs> Lex told us about some nasty ass. I Smell like an moment.
1: alcoholic for eighty dollars. <laughs> yeah, and
0: cut grass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't like. I don't like nature smells. You know what I mean, like grass and stuff. That's oh. good in a candle. I don't want it on my body.
0: Yeah, I like you the know outside. what I mean, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's Agreed. just me. Um, there's no denying that Oceans Eleven was a huge, huge hit. I mean, all of them were.
0: Yeah, Uh, yes. You can imagine that's an actor's dream to be in one of them.
2: Well, uh, not everyone's dream, right, Holly?
0: That's right, Jason.
3: And George (laughs) Clooney's confirming it. So he was doing an interview at the TCM Film Festival last weekend. Very jealous that I was not there in Hollywood. But Mm. he did an interview uh, with director Steven Soderbergh, who helmed Ocean's Eleven, and they confirmed that a lot of people said no to them to be in the movie. <laughs> he said some very famous people told us to bleep off. <laughs> wow. He said Mark Wahlberg, Johnny Depp. What? He's, yeah. Both turned down the role of Linus, which eventually went to Matt Damon. George Clooney did oh. say they regret it now. Yeah. And he said, I regret doing bleeping Batman. So...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little balance of the universe there. <laughs> I feel like oceans. That whole franchise would be a pretty easy gig because you're just and, and fun as well. well.
2: I was just gonna say and fun. It's like an Adam Sandler shoot. Yes. You know I mean? And you're in Vegas. You're on location. How much fun would that with that cast? Yes. Hmm. Wow. Well, but you know what? I mean, maybe we got to think back. Maybe they weren't sure. What year was it, Holly? Was George still a bankable? Was he still still kind of Batman ER, George Clooney? Or was he bankable? You know what I mean by that? Was he, yeah.
3: George Clooney was in transition at that time because Ocean's Eleven came out in 2001. Mm. So think about it. He was still in Batman and Robin's orbit. That movie came out in uh, 1997. Uh-huh. And uh, man, I almost walked out of that movie theater when I, I love it. that movie. Oh, Ellie! <laughs> Ellie,
1: his suit has nipples. How can you not enjoy it?
3: <laughs> it's a perfect hate watch. It's just like so <sighs> campy and bizarre. <sighs> oh, yeah. Well, so he was still in the orbit of that movie, and he was trying to make himself into a legitimate movie star at, at the time of Ocean's Eleven. So even thinking about that, the movie was probably made in two thousand. Yeah, and people
2: he didn't have the cachet to be like. He wasn't the George. He wasn't like the king of Hollywood. You know, the people thought of him more. Yeah,
0: that's true. But so weren't there other that's... people involved in it too, though? That had bigger cachet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt, Julie Roberts, Brad Pitt, right.
3: Matt Damon. Well, he didn't have that kind of cachet. I mean, he, a little bit, kinda. but not yeah. not necessarily the, the big time. Then
2: you could argue this. This franchise kind of helped all of that. Oh, you for know, it sure. pushed You know what I mean? It pushed, yes. Clooney into that ring of Saturn. You know what I mean? It pushed him into that orbit.
3: Absolutely.
2: Um, we got to go back. I wonder if those movies hold up. Have I, any? Any of you watched it recently? The The Elevens. Uh, no? Yeah. Mm, no,
3: I don't. Yeah. Think Not I, the older ones. Yeah, I don't think I've watched Ocean's Eleven since it came out. To be
2: honest, yeah, I don't think so. Of all
3: the
1: action either. movies that, like, me and my family got really into, we never really touched that series.
2: Really? Oh, no. I, I can see your mom liking it, though. Really? She lo- yeah, I can. Especially because they like Vegas.
1: I yeah, but I mean, there's other good Vegas yeah, movies. That's true. We we're just talking about the Rat Pack remake. I was uh, going to make my girlfriend watch the Rat Pack, the um, uh, Rat Race. That's what it's called.
2: Oh, where yeah. Where they start
1: in Vegas. It's like got that big ensemble cast. That's my Ocean's Eleven.
2: Ah. That's an underrated movie. I did enjoy that one.
1: Also from 2001. That's
2: yeah, right. Look so that's that. the dates. That's yeah. my
0: 2001 pick.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank we you. were a
0: fully engrossed Oceans family. Family? Yes. I, I love all of them. Fun.
2: I do too. I think Matt Damon, I think the cast is it, it, great in that. I think they're all really good. It's fun. That's just a fun one. Mm-hmm. Look, is it, you know, is it? Great cinema? No. Is it a fun movie? Yes.
1: Yeah, a fun heist movie. You got exactly. a lot of good just like action yes. props. Yeah,
2: buddies.
0: Yep.
2: Let's turn to TV. Alexis is so glad that I turned her on to The Walking Dead. Oh. We still t- we talk about it to this day. She's so grateful. Aren't you, Alex? You're yeah. grateful to me. You're too. like,
0: come on, jump on this train with me. And I jumped yeah. on fully and en- enthusiastic.
2: Girl, I jumped and then you were like, like
0: peace out. <laughs> like like,
2: <laughs> like that guy from Pee Wee's Big yep. Adventure. I Jimmy jumped right on. <laughs> Jumped Bye. right out that train Left Lex on the train car Bye girl
0: what, what season was that Was that when Glenn died
2: Oh girl I was out after Glenn
0: died Yeah I think that's what it was, was Which was Yeah
2: Right after I recommended it to you <laughs>
0: And I just stayed right on it Dawn too
2: It's like bringing somebody to a party And then you leave that party immediately Yeah Like you don't even walk that friend out of the party I left Alexis at the party With a bunch of strangers Yeah to introduce it's a pretty good analogy Yourself
0: yeah. Exactly
2: yeah. Uh, But why is walking well, down the news
0: AMC had their upfronts on Tuesday. Now there's some news trickling out, but the biggest news is that the Walking Dead family had a reunion. It, what, I was, in this last break, distracted by just how beautiful all of them look. <laughs> and <laughs> Wow. Uh, so, you know, the main five characters together... That uh, will also continue on in the franchise, because if you're a fan of The Walking Dead and fan of Fearful Walking Dead, that season will be this upcoming season will be its last season. And of course, they're talking about all of the spin-offs. Oh, God. which uh, might not be the best move. Um so let's see are we excited at oh, all? <laughs> I mean I think we're already yeah kind of uh, about this but, but let's go um, through um, let's something. go through some of them all right so we have uh Norman Reedus TWD the walking dead Daryl Dixon uh this will be actually set in Paris so I don't know how they're going to get the ki- the character from where they are now to Paris but somehow that's going to happen Will there be romance for his character? Uh, Because we all would have really loved to see more of that, at least during Mm -hmm. The Walking Dead. But I guess they're kind of leaning into that.
2: Okay. Um, uh, So you're asking if we're excited about that?
0: Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, (sighs) um, mm, Okay. Okay.
2: Mark me down as a no on that one.
0: Yeah, I think so. Okay, how about Mm -hmm. this one? The Walking Dead, Dead City. This will follow Negan and Maggie. Oh, God.
3: Um, (laughs) Oh, God.
0: This will pick up. No. Yeah, that's about right. This will pick up a few years after we saw Negan and Maggie. Maggie's trying to track down her son who was kidnapped. And then they find themselves going to Manhattan. Uh, so there's, there's what, that what, 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 musical numbers. They
2: <laughs> get a pastrami. What are, they, are they going to Center. The They're they going to go talk to Al Roker. <laughs> <laughs> going to the Today Show. What are they doing? <laughs> no.
0: Oh, uh, and then the third one uh, right now is getting some buzz, which I'm probably the most excited about. This one is called Summit. It follows R- Rick and Michonne, and that will premiere in 2024. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe.
2: That's. I'm okay with that one. The rest? <laughs> yeah. No. No. Uh, we're not okay with what's next either, but that's okay. We we're still finding have to love. Do it. It's Thursday. Yeah. Uh, we're finding something. <laughs> Second something. chance for romance, the dirt alerts, and more. Sam uh, we're giving Sam Smith tickets away too. Stay with us.